Okay, here we go. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm super excited to introduce you to my friend, Jenny D., AKA the soul mom, Jenny and I met at one of our coaches live events, Brendan Burchard's Jenny is also a hairstylist and a former salon owner, as well as a high vibrational coach. So excited to talk to you today, Jenny. She is a, she's been a stylist since 1990. She's a mom of four children. And one of the many reasons I brought Jenny on today was to talk about something I think we should all be aware of. And I think um, it will be very helpful for us hairstylists to be mindful of it. And that is speaking in 3D, 4D, 5D. Jenny, when I watched your video on Instagram about this, I was like, oh my God, we need to talk about this. (laughs) I immediately thought, how can us hairstylists protect ourselves from the 3D energy? And I think at the time I was super uh, like exhausted from being at work and just having so many people in my chair, you know, be in the 3D mode because it is a trying time for all of us right now. But before we get into this, um, Jenny, it's so nice to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you. Why don't you just tell us about yourself, like how you got started, your origin story, anything you'd like to share with us and, and uh, even about your salon that you had, you know, whatever you want to share. I'm honored. Thank you so much. It, I think hearing people's journey and stories just helps inspire other people knowing that they're not alone. Yeah. I um, agree. We all go through, like we all have a story, Yeah. all of us. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, when we start out in the very beginning, like when I was young and first getting into the business, um, I didn't even realize that I wanted to be a stylist, to be honest with you. It wasn't like my little girl dream of like, I'm going to grow up to be a hairstylist. You know, I truly didn't have any idea what I wanted to do because I, I, my childhood, I don't know. I just was kind of like lost, you know, I was kind of going through the motions of just like being a little kid and growing up and like having to become an adult so early and stuff mm-hmm. that, um, once I got into high school, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. I mean, I did graduate, but by the skin of my teeth. And if it wasn't for my high school guidance counselor, like he is actually the one that helped me go into this industry because we were talking like, what do you want to do? And, and I was like, I don't know. And I was like, he's like, what about college? And I'm like, Oh no, that is not for me. You know, I mean, for me, you know, I, I believe that like, we all have different talents and gifts and we, one thing should not put ourselves down just because we didn't do well in school or didn't like it. It doesn't mean that we are like dumb or stupid. Cause that is, that is a limiting belief I did put on myself growing up. I compared myself to my brother because he was like genius honor roll, like aced everything, master's degree, like the top of the top. And I didn't. Yeah. I had the same for me with the guidance counselor. Like we had a class in continuation high school. Cause that's where I went <laughs> and they helped me pick a career. And for the lack of anything to pick that I thought I could do, I picked cosmetology. So, you know, kudos to the schools for doing that for us. Oh, for sure. And I was, cause we were going through a list of things of like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you like? What do you like? And, and I was like, well, I love animals, but I don't want to be a vet because I don't like blood. Right. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. I, you know, and then going in the zoo, it's like, well, do I really want to pick up poop my whole life? Like, no, I don't want to do that. But I loved that. Here's a gift that I realized that I had early on was people trusting me with their life. People would come to me when I was in grade school, high school. And I'm like, why are they, why, why are they trusting me? Like, I didn't understand back then, but I was just there. I was an ear for them. And, and so when we thought about maybe going to be a, like a, you know, a counselor or a therapist, and he told me how many years it was going to take. And I was like, that's not happening. Yeah. He was like, what about cosmetology school? I'm like, me, a hairstylist, like what? And, and I, you know, and I was like, but, but I've been doing my own hair since freshman year because we grew up with no money. So my mom never took me in to get my hair done or anything like that. Like I went to Walgreens, got a frost and tip kit. And that's how I did my hair. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's so, that's you awesome. know, like, no, I'm not recommending that at all. No, but for like, sure. Yeah. I don't think I ever did that to my own hair, but I started beauty school so young though. Yeah. It was like, I, I was like, we laugh at that because I would go to school. My friends would be like, Oh my God, your hair is so cute. Like who did I go? I did, you know? And they're like, yeah. Okay. So then people started wanting to come to my house. I go, well, you got to go to Walgreens. You got to buy this and then come on over. So yeah. but, did you graduate from high school and, and you went to beauty school at the same time or how did that so work? It, I graduated high school and then immediately like the next month I signed up because I wanted to get started right away. I did not want to take the summer off. Okay. I was so excited to like really get into this and get my life started. Yeah. So that was really exciting for me. And when I got in there, I aced everything. Did you, enjoy, found, did you enjoy it? Like beauty school was in, was it? Absolutely. Like it, it was in my blood and I didn't even I know it. it. I love it. So funny, funny thing is, is that when I started acing everything and I started going home, I'm like, oh my gosh, mom, look at this. She goes, who'd you pay to take your, your tests? And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, wow. Thanks for believing in me. You know, so it was that type of thing, you know, of like growing up of like nobody really believing in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you got to believe in yourself. Yeah, that's, that's great. I feel like, um, you're, you're definitely, you know, a self-made person, just like myself, you know, we, we figure it out. I'm not really sure what makes us different than other people, you know, but it's like, there's a self-made thing, you know, about, about you and I, um, so how long did you do hair before you, um, opened your salon? I knew, so I got in for a couple of years, I was actually working and I knew that I wanted to do something for people. Like the thing was people were sitting in our chair, which you all, you guys know that they go through some really hard times. And I really wanted to help them by treating them to the service and wherever I worked, they wouldn't let me do it. And I said, but what about if like, I want to come in on my day off? They're like, no, they would not let me do it. So there were certain things I'm like, I had ideas, let's do this and let's do this. And they're like, now, like they would never listen to me because here I was this 20 year old girl, 21 year old girl. And they were like, nobody was listening to me. So I was like, you know what? I want my own. I want to do my own. I don't want to, I don't want to work for anybody. I don't like, you know, like, I don't like asking, you know, can I do that? No. So at 22 years old, I opened up my own. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Just a few years of experience 
You know, um, that's, that's really great. I think that a lot of times we might not know how we're going to do something or like what our reasons are like in a good way, but usually what drives us is what we're lacking and something that needs to change. And so no matter what, you know, we just, we just go for it. That's, that's pretty awesome. Well, I look back now and I realized that I manifested that because it was literally in my mind. So, you know, it's like our thoughts become reality. Yes. And we don't realize this until it's not like, Oh, I could speak something right now. And like, I could get it tonight or tomorrow. I mean, but something like that, it was, I look back on a lot of things that I did and I said, and I felt and all that stuff. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I remember driving around or, you know, with the notebook, hanging out with my friends and saying, oh, Wendy, I'm going to open a salon. This is what it's going to look like. I did the same thing, you know, manifesting, thinking about it, putting it out there constantly can definitely help make it happen. That's what changed my shift of like being in that high vibration, because I realized that, you know, we have this, we have, so we have like the lower vibrations of frequencies of like being in like fear and anger and sadness, which a lot of us have experienced in our whole life. But if you're waking up every single day in that like groundhog day going, I don't want to do this anymore. Like this is not fun anymore. Or you have like a lot of hurt that you're holding onto from an ex or something, you're going to create more of that and you can't get out of it. So people are like, why, why does all these bad things keep happening to me? You know? And I'm like, well, like, where are you at? Like, how is your, what are you thinking about? Like every day, how are you feeling? You know? So when I shifted myself, like out of that, it's like, I, that's what I want to create more of is the love, the abundance, the happiness, the peace, the joy, the wealth, all that stuff. Like, I don't want to be down there anymore. And that's what brings you to what you're doing now in your career. And you're still doing here. You still I am. I am. Um, I am not open like to the public or anything like, um, after, so for your listeners, yes. um, I don't know how you want to transition, but uh, like, you know, no, I, no. Have, Go for I it. have four children and six years ago, my oldest broke her back, uh, horse riding oh, yeah. and horse riding has been her, she's been riding, like she's been into it since she was two with pony rides, birthday parties and started lessons at five. She bought her own horse at 10. And then six years later, she was just this situation happened and the way she landed, she's in a wheelchair for now. And, um, I knew my salon, I knew it was done. It was my choice to walk away, but I knew that my children needed me. Yeah. So I had to, you know, I chose to walk away. And so I do have some clients, you know, after Taylor was like somewhat like doing okay, they were like, we miss you. I hate to even ask you but can we come to you? And so that's how I, you know, I continued on with that. Yeah. Well, you're, you're such an awesome mom. I watched the whole thing. I was felt so bad, you know, for, for Tyler, because this, like you said, this whole time she's been riding horses and then it was just for this freak thing that happened. Um, but she looks like she's doing pretty well, you know, just working on herself and, she you know, she's not mom. angry at all. No, like she awesome. actually says like it happened for a reason. Mm, wow. And that will help her, you know, recover like in a mental state. Cause that's what it's all about. Right. I mean, mentally what we go through, you know, um, well, I'm love watching your Instagram. Can I just say <laughs> you're such an inspiration, but real quick, I want to just ask you like, what brought you to Brendan Burchard? Like I never found out what, like how you found Brendan. Cause 
you know, he was, he's such a great coach and he really has helped us, but like, what brought you to him? What was your main reason for checking him out? My goodness. Well, I mean, it was a comp. Okay. So I, I was doing hair all these years. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like somebody came into my life, you know, how these things just randomly happen. Like, Hey, you should try this product or you should try this shake or what, you know, and that's when like the health and fitness industry came into my life. Got it. So I was at a very dark place in my life for a while. And unfortunately it was marriage, but you know, it's all good now, but we know we go through that stuff and it's some pretty hard, dark times going on there. Yeah. And after I got divorced, um, I knew that's what I needed to do. And so we got divorced and went through some pretty rough years, but I was like, I'm free. Like, you know, I'm, I, a new chapter's beginning and I started, you know, taking care of me and working out and getting healthy. And then all of a sudden this, um, this girl reached out to me and she saw me on social media and she was like, have you ever thought about this? And I'm like, no, but it was like almost the same thing of like, do you ever think about being doing hair? No, but you know, so that company, I joined that company along with doing hair and I started getting healthy and all that. And one of the things about that company that I am so grateful for is personal development. Okay. They said one of the things is not only eating right, working out, you know, moving your body, you have to work on your mindset. Okay. So then we were getting into that. We were reading some books and my very first book that I ever read, I don't know if you ever read this, but it was the compound effect by Darren Hardy. No, no. I'm in his, uh, you know, one of his, I guess his programs. So I've done a lot of work with him, but no, I have not read that. Oh, that that book I read. So that was my very first book in 2014. The compound effect compound effect. Yes. That was like, I can't even explain to you what I felt that book helped me realize that like, why was I hating my ex? And that, you know, really like here it was, I was thinking, well, he did this to me and he did that to me, but guess what? In the, after I read that book, it was like, but it's my fault because I stayed in that. That wasn't his fault. He's never going to change, but I could have changed. So I was like, Oh, so I went to my team and I went to the girls and I was like, okay, that book was amazing. What's next and what's next and what's next. And it literally since 2014, I have not stopped. That's awesome. Personal growth. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings you exactly to where you are right now is just to spread that, you know, with other people and hairstylists, you know, a friend of a friend of mine from there noticed how much I really was enjoying this and I wanted more. She actually asked me if I wanted to do an online program because she brought Bren, she bought his course and was doing it at home. So she was like, do you want to zoom? Do you want to do this? I'm like, of course. Well, that led us up to the tickets to go to his event. Got it. And that was it. That was like February, 2015 was my first ever, like leaving home, leaving the kids and actually going to something like this. And that's where it just, it just kept going and going and going. Was that, it wasn't experts Academy. It was, uh, the first one was just HPA. And then I bought experts Academy. Oh, got it. And that's when, and I think that's when you and I met. Did, okay. So you went to one before you and I met, so we, yes. we met at experts, but you had gone to high performance Academy. Yeah. The first time I went to high performance Academy, I, I just didn't get it. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I was just like, because I had been to his other stuff and I was like, what does this like have to do? And then the second time I went, I was blown away because it was like, 
I understood more of what all of that means to continue success or, you know, level up and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So good. So, so good. And so this is what brings you to, you know, your new direction and, you know, tell us about this 3d, 4d, 5d, you know, originally I was like, Oh, maybe I can just play her, her Instagram, you know, story of the video, but you're here. So go for it, girl. Tell us about this 3d, 4d, 5d. Cause it's so good. And I want to know, how did you learn about it? Well, that came after personal development. So what I've realized is that being in the matrix, we all know, like, it's kind of like, we're like programmed and robotic, right? We wake up, we have groundhog day every day. So we were never really taught this 5d life, really. Like you grow up, you go to school, you go to college, you find a relationship, maybe you get married and you have kids, you have the white picket fence, yada, yada, yada. You get in debt, you struggle and you suffer and you're like miserable and you get divorced. It's just this constant cycle, right? So when I got into this personal development world, I was like, something missing. There's something missing. And I don't know what it is yet, but there's something missing. So knowing like with us being stylists, right? People sit in our chair and a lot of people will say, I hate that mirror. Cover me up, put the cape on. I don't like it. Oh my God, your mirror is terrible. And I was sitting here thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, like they really don't like, like themselves or they're like embarrassed or something. And like that broke my heart. So it was just going on. And then, you know, as I was getting, once I stepped into the, to me now, the 40 that I talk about is the personal growth, the personal development, getting rid of the limiting beliefs and all that. So for me as a stylist, when I was still in the salon and somebody would sit in my chair, I would now recommend a book for them. I was able to give them a gift of something where, Hey, I got something for you. I read this thing. I think it would like really help change your life. And, and I would say, and then now the next time I see you, I'm going to ask about this book. So it brought, it gave us a conversation to come back to at six weeks or five weeks or whatever. Yeah. And some would do it and some wouldn't, but the ones that did our relationships behind the chair, like it just got stronger and better. And like, and then it was like, Okay. Here's a rule that I have. If you are to work with me and you want me to be your stylist, you are not allowed to sit in my chair and say one negative thing about yourself or about anybody or about anybody else for that, for that. So you would, so you would literally have that talk. Oh my gosh. That sounds like a good talk to have (laughs) with, with the clients for sure. You know, cause they do like to just vent, you know? Well, I've realized that we have a gift as stylists that not only people want to come in and they actually like, Oh, we're like doing their hair and we're making them look good. And like externally Mm -hmm. we're helping them. But what about if you had the gift to give them that you could change their life internally along with external, you Mm -hmm. are like gold right there. Who wouldn't want to come and see you? Yeah. One of my mottos for sure is that I want my clients to leave my chair feeling better about themselves before they walked in. And it's not just looking, you know, it's not just their hair, it's their, their heart, you know, you want to help them feel better. So like in just a couple sentences for each one, for our listeners, like what is exactly 3d 4d 5d. Cause when I watched your video, I was like, I'm 5d. I was so excited, you know? Um, so if you want to just like explain a little bit of that, like to so our 
So 3D is more of like where you're thinking that life is happening to you. Why me? Porn? Like, and I'm not criticizing at all because I was there, yeah. right? Yeah. You're literally waking up going, why does life hate me so much? Yeah. Why is all of this stuff happening to me? I just, oh, you're in that funk, right? When you step into 4D, now this is where you have awareness and you have that self about yourself. Like you started working on yourself. You have that, like, you just know that there's something more, right? And like, you never really talk bad about anybody. You're out of like the drama, the gossip. You don't like um, being around that energy. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get to the 5D, that's like where everything, the magic happens that's where you know that you're always being guided. Even if you get a flat tire, you know, you're like, thank you guides. Thank you universe, whatever you want to say. I know that I got this flat tire because I am meant, you know, like you're not meant to to be there at that time that you could have, you're protect, you're being protected maybe an accident or something. You just live consciously all the time that you know that you're always being guided and protected. Like So life happens for you. Life happens through you. Life doesn't happen to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how I always feel too. And it makes you stop and think about like, okay, why is this happening? Let's get into our body rather than everywhere else, all frantic and chaotic. And I was frantic and chaotic for many, many years myself, you know? And then um, I think in 2017, I was like, okay, I'm going to be self-aware of everything that I do this year is dedicated to calling myself out on whatever it is for lack of a better word, my bullshit. Right. So I literally, you know, whatever I spoke, whatever I was thinking, I would call myself out. And so that was a huge awakening to do that for a whole year and just see myself and be self-aware. You know, I feel like that's kind of a good, good way to start. So one of the things that I do that I practice that really, that might help your listeners too, is that when I get up in the morning, you know, when you get into that state where you're not even opening your eyes, but you're kind of waking up yeah. right before I even open up my eyes, I sit there. Cause I've like trained myself to do this. I go, thank you for another day. Everything is always working out for me. And I'm open to receiving all the miracles and abundance that today has to offer. So I get myself in a, in a state of gratitude. And I do this actually when I go to bed at night and I do like, I have different terms like at night and stuff like that. But so I get up just, but I'm grateful. I'll touch my heart. I'll take some deep breaths in. I'll get centered. I'll get grounded. I don't, you don't ever want to get up out of bed and just start going Mm -hmm. and go, 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 go. You wake up and you just take a deep breath in. Yeah. You know, appreciate just actually for another day. Cause not everybody gets this chance. No, it's so true. Um, do you, where do you keep your cell phone? Just curious because like I make an effort to not pick up my phone. Do I always win? No. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should stretch myself and put my phone like way on the other side of the room, you know? Um, like is your phone next to you? Do you have like a certain amount of time? You know, my phone is next to me because Taylor, I, I needed to be, but my phone is off. So okay. it's, I have her, like, if she needs me, she could call it and it's there. But other than that, it's turned off, but I have gotten to, into the habit where I will not pick up my phone first thing in the morning. Like I need to take care of me. I need to get centered. I need to get grounded. Yeah. 
and then, and then I, you know, do my thing and whatever. And then, but I'm not, I don't sit on social because I just learned now I'll get up. Honestly, like I'll, I'll, if something comes to me, sometimes I'll get messages in the morning, right? Yeah. First thing, like, Hey, you need to share this. I won't have any make nothing. I'll just grab that phone. And I'll just start talking or create a podcast mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. And this is the message that I've channeled or downloaded, or that was given to me that I needed to share with everybody. Yeah. You know, that's me. Like, as soon as I wake up, I'm going to try that, not opening my eyes. But when I first wake up, that's a lot of stuff gets downloaded for me. And so my, I pick up my phone and I, I put everything in my notes. So a lot of writing and stuff. And sometimes I go back and read some of the writing I did. And I'm like, I wrote that, you know, so I find it to be super important to do that. And then, you know, train myself to put it down, not to click on the, the apps but I definitely do that. I used to do notebooks. Like I have this one comforter that has all these stains from my pen and I have notebooks like this high of just, just my thoughts. And, um, and so, yeah, I feel like, um, it's important for us to write all that stuff down. Cause that can guide us as well to like, what's next for us. Well, and also like being in 5d, you yeah. know, that you have the power inside of you that like nobody can control you. Yeah. Nobody, not the news not politics, not your mom, your dad, your sisters, your boyfriend, your husband, your nobody, you are in control of your energy. And basically you take nothing personal. When you get to this level, like you could call me a bad mom. You can say I'm ugly, whatever you want to call me because I know it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. So if, okay. So if somebody, you know, identifies themselves as like, they're just in a hole and they're, you know, playing, I don't want to say play victim, but like in if someone's stuck in the 3d, right. Um, and they know they are, do you have any, you know, advice to kind of help them get to like the four so that they could one day be five, like, were there any certain things that, you know, you did when you were in 3d that kind of helped you out of it that you can share? So I'll, I'll, explain this is pretty funny when I exactly what you just said I was in the 3d yeah it was ugly yeah I look back at some of my memories on Facebook I'm going oh my oh right I I would have unfriended (laughs) myself oh man it was so bad like I was like oh my gosh so somebody had reached out to me at one point and said Jenny life isn't so bad like and actually recommended me reading this book or something like that but of Mm -hmm. course being in your 3d self I wasn't ready. And I was like thinking to myself, he has no idea what I'm dealing with and what I, so it, you know, I was a victim. I was, you you get defensive. Like I was defensive for years. Like, who are you to tell me? You don't know me. Yeah. Yeah. So what that means is he planted or they, they plant a seed for you Yeah. because trust me, once I was ready for this journey and this new path, I, I actually reached out to him and I said, thank you. Like I wasn't ready to receive that message at the time, Mm -hmm. but now where I am today, I see what you did for me. And that was the greatest gift you could have ever done because if he didn't do it, how would we have known? Yeah. So I would say actually recommend a podcast, recommend a YouTube channel, recommend a book. Um, cause if you can't help them, maybe somebody else can, but by planting those seeds and being a light in somebody's life going, I, and, and the biggest thing is going, I hear you acknowledging that you hear them and that you're not just like, Oh, you should do this. Go, no, I hear you. Like I understand because whoa, what I went through, mm-hmm. but this really helped me and maybe it could help you too. 
Yeah. And then, you know, say, you know, if you ever, you know, I have tons of books, I have tons of podcasts, I have tons of this, like just reach out and, you know, and, and I'll send them your way. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and so just really planting seeds for people in their life, whether they're ready or not, just knowing that you gave them a gift like that, your job is done. Yeah. And you yourself, when you were in the 3d, then you sort of just listened to when, when things came your way, you like, maybe you didn't want to do them at the time, but then you're like, okay, maybe I should look into that, you know? Right. It was always in the back of my head. Yeah. Even to this day, I still remember when he reached out to me and, you know, and yeah. I'll still every once in a while, Mark, thank you. Like, that was amazing. You know, yeah. you tried, you tried, you did, you did the best. I wasn't ready to hear and receive a message at that time. Yeah. I remember years ago reading, uh, Miguel Ruiz, his three, four agreements. And I remember picking up the book and reading it and then going like, what the, is this through that book as far as I could? And was like, ugh, like, I don't even understand. Wow. And then six months later, I was like, let me pick that book up again. And then I read it and I was like, holy. Yeah. And then It actually, like, I hate to say this, but there was this one line in the book that actually made me because finally get a divorce because I was separated from my husband, my ex-husband, and we were kind of going back and forth. There was a lot of things happening. And um, one of the things that talked about was, you know, if someone's not respecting you, they're never going to. And and it's like, you're going to be the one that's going to have to like make the call, so to speak. I mean, that's not what it said, but um, you know, I heard it loud and clear. So sometimes even like in the beginning, we might not get it, but just keep going, right? Just keep going for it. So, well, let me share something with you that I share with my clients. So not only with doing hair, I also, you know, I also coach, but so one thing I'll say to them is, and this is where it comes from the 5d perspective of this. Mm -hmm. And, and this really is just a game changer. It really helps when some people are for a reason a season or a lifetime. And they're all gifts. Everybody that comes into your life, there are like almost what, 8 billion people in this world. Why is it that we are only connected or meet so many people of those 8 billion people? They're meant to cross our paths for a reason. So as you know, I'm sure you're not friends with people that like forever, like, you know, it doesn't continue on like that you've been friends with since you were a little girl, people come and go in and out of your life. And when you think about those people, friendships, relationships, anything, again, you look back at that and go, were they a season? Were they a reason? And you know, if they're lifetime, because they're still with you to this day. I love it. Season, so, reason. What were the three? A, a season, uh-huh. a reason, uh-huh. or a lifetime. Love it. So one of the other things is that not all chapters are meant to go on right? So we always want to be in control and have that pen in our hand. And when a chapter is meant to be done, you're going to start to get messages and signs. So what I've realized with my ex-husband is that yes, when I was in my 3D, I was so angry at him. I hated him so much. I was, it was bad. My thoughts were bad and I'll be completely honest with you but that's because I was in my 3d mind space. Mm -hmm. But when I got into obviously the 4d, then I was reading that book and going, Oh, wow, I actually had control. Oh, cool. When you step into the 5d, that's where the magic happens. Yeah. So with that, I was really realizing that I was being shown from my future self or my guides, whatever you want to call got it. 
whatever you believe in, we always are being guided, but they were sending me messages left and right. This needs to end. This needs to end. And I wasn't listening. So the signs got louder and harder and meaner and more painful. Mm, Yeah. Until I realized that I have, I have to do something or this is not going to end good. Yeah. So for anybody that's going through a really hard time, I'm just going to say, never beg, never chase, never force because you are going to suffer. Yeah. When we're in our ego, we, we like to, it's like, let me hold on a little bit longer, but what if, but maybe, but Mm -hmm. I think they're the one. Yeah. But internally your intuition, you're getting messages all the time when your stomach hurts and you know, please listen to it. And no matter how painful it is, there is a blessing on in the next chapter. It's time to, it's time to end that chapter and re and create a new, a new chapter. Yeah. I always say that too, for people who are constantly suffering from the same things. I'm like, well, you know, you'll do something about it when you're tired of feeling bad or suffering because of it, you know, sometimes it's, that's what it takes. Unfortunately, you know, is for us to not ignore it, but yeah, the signs are always there when it's time to move on. Definitely. And so you say that you're coaching, like I did see that you're doing a program right now where you're coaching with people and, um, you just did it off of donations this time, which is amazing. This is good. I'm sure you're helping a lot of people. So just tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. What, like, what type of coaching are you, this, this group that you're leading, what type of coaching is it? I'd love to hear about it. It really is about being in control and being more 5d versus 3d and helping them realize that they're actually in control of every single day that, you know, having your power, right? If somebody makes you mad or something like that, well, how are you, you know, don't, you don't have to respond. You don't have to react right away. Like, you know, take a deep breath in. If somebody triggers you, don't go off the handle and like, start going, "Eh," you know, screaming at them and yelling at them. I mean, just say, can I have a moment? And you like go to the bathroom, you take a break, you take a deep breath in because what happens is like, our mind just starts to like, we just want to like, oh, but when we could slow our mind down by taking deep breaths in changes everything. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of them, a lot of these people that had joined have been following me for a couple of years. And I started coaching like this about two years ago when COVID hit, people had a hard time with COVID, but that's when like my business took off of like my coaching business. And it was, it was because I was able to do it from home and it was beautiful. You know, everybody was home and, and just had a lot of uncertainty everywhere, you know? And so, yeah, what a blessing to, to be able to have you and to, for you to do that for everyone the calling, I guess, you know, I just was listening to that calling. I knew it was time. And I was like, I I didn't want to let my, let any limiting beliefs come in and like, you know, who am I to coach? Cause I know a lot of us would do that. Like who would ever want to listen to me? But I think when you could take your mess and Mm -hmm. you turn it into a message and people are watching you and they're like, Whoa, like she's got a lot going on, but she's handling this pretty well. Like, yeah, no, you're pretty awesome girl. Love you for sure. Thank you. I just, you know, and then I just literally, um, before I launched that, I started talking about that program. I sat in a meditation. I was in for about an hour and I was showing something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I came out of the meditation, I was like, what is that? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. And basically it was like me, it was like, I was at like a spiritual booth or expo or something like that. And I had a booth and I wasn't charging anybody. And basically there was a tip jar 
right? And that's all. And I, and it was called good vibes only. So I was like, oh, you know, I took it as, you know what, don't chart, waive the fee for this program. Yeah. Just tell people you're just going to offer it for donations and do this four week and just see what happens because the world needs this right now. Yeah. They need more light in their life and they need tools and techniques to help them shift out of that low vibrational energy. Yeah. And if I could do it, I just want to be able to offer it. Yeah. How many weeks are you into it now? Did you finish or? Nope. I have two more weeks to go. Two more. Oh, so okay. You've done it for two weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. It, you'll, you, you'll definitely do it again. I'm sure. Yes. And you'll talk about it on what's your Instagram. I'll put it in the notes, but what is the, your Instagram? Jenny grass, you know, like the grass outside D'Agostino. D'Agostino. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. People can, can check you out. Um, I just, yeah, I love doing inspirational. Like it's just, I don't want to say inspirational. It's the messages that I'm given from yeah. my guides yeah. that I'm helping people just get more into this 4d, 5d. And mm-hmm. really, I mean, if you've seen the matrix, you know what I'm talking about, you know, yeah. really leaving that reality of like where life sucks because life doesn't suck. Life is absolutely amazing. And like, we have like miracles that happen every single day, but mm-hmm. if we're stuck in that 3d, we don't see it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I wish I could say, let me take off my glasses and give them to you. Because if you could see what I could see through my eyes, yeah. it's a totally different world. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like it, sometimes it gets lonely because where I live, there's not a lot of people that are really like this in this 5d mind space. And yes, like, oh, you're like, know? where are my people? Where are my people at? This is, this is like, what I'm soul family. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, this is what I was thinking about this morning when I, uh, a friend of mine, we were kind of going back and forth a little bit on um, Instagram. And I was just like, I need to be around my people. He's one of my people. You're one of my people. So I was so grateful that we got to be on here today because it's true. It's not there. There's not a lot of people. Sometimes there may not be a lot of people in your area that are like you. So it's always good to find your people. So if you're a stylist out there and you know, you feel like you want to find people like this, go find them. Cause they, they are out there. They might not be your neighbor or your coworkers, you know, or your clients, but well, and here's how they find them. Yeah. You start putting it out there. You start speaking it, you okay. start writing it, you start thinking it like uh, mm-hmm. I need a new chapter. Like, and you just ask for guidance and I'm telling you, everything starts to show up. It all starts to shift when you start actually asking for it. Okay. Yeah. You know, so let's talk a little bit about, so your meditation, cause I meditate a lot myself too, but lately in the last like year, I've been doing a lot of guided meditation with Joe Dispenza. He's like my favorite guy to, to amazing. Amazing. I love him. Yep. You ever want to go to a live event with him? Let me know girl. Cause I I've do. been looking. I do. So, okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. So when you, but, but also I've done silent meditation too. I like to just set my timer for like 20 minutes and then whatever comes up, you know, I have my notebook and then I just write about it. And it's usually pretty epic. Cause it's always within that 20 minutes, something comes to me. And then I just, you know, it's usually pretty good. Um, so is there a certain way that you like to meditate like silence or guided, or you have any favorites? Abraham Hicks is amazing too, but I don't know if she has any, I listen to her all the time, but I'm not sure if she has meditations on YouTube. She does. Okay. okay. She has ones like you could fall asleep to and stuff, but in the very, in the very beginning, I started off with guided and highly recommend Dr. Joe, especially learning and all that stuff. Like, 
amazing. Um, listening like Abraham is like every day. Like I'm just, you know, sometimes I'll say to people that know Abraham, I'll be like, what would Abraham say about that? You know, (laughs) upstream, downstream, all that. Um, so in the beginning I did do guided meditation just to help get me there. Now I actually will turn on like a Hertz, like a type of music or binarial beats. Okay. Binarial beats are absolutely incredible because there's like no um, talking. It literally is like, it goes into the brain. So Dr. Joe will use some of these in his meditations, but he also talks in this. So the binarial beats will go from the right to the left to the right. And it actually starts getting the brain going. Mm-hmm. Sit in that, make sure you're not going to be bothered by, you know, the kids or by the dogs or anything like that. Really go in, put that on and just sit there breathe and wait for the messages to come. Okay. Awesome. What you can do for me is send me maybe some of your favorites. Uh, if there's links that people can link to, to listen to it. Yeah. I, I do notice that Joe does do that. Cause all of you have been sitting there in the meditation and, and you can just, you can just tell like, you, you can know, hear it going, right. That's your your brain is like, Oh, I'm all, Oh, I'm right here. Oh, boom. It's firing here. You know? So yeah, you can totally look up some apps. There is apps okay. with binarial beats. Um, oh, perfect. Sometimes with YouTube, if you don't have the subscription or something like you don't ever want to be in a meditation and it's like bing how are you doing today blah, blah, how do you oh. do? and then the ads pop in and it like jolts you right out of that mm, I, so i'm like i'm going to use the app so that i don't get like interrupted okay that's awesome that's the I worst think, <laughs> yeah no it's ads are so annoying um I think that one of the things that, that i'll take away from me from like if my client is sitting there and she's 3D cuz you know i have some that just you know, you try and kind of get them to get a different perspective on things and, and they just kind of want to sit there. But I think a better one is going to be, let's just today, let's not talk about anything that's negative towards yourself or anyone else. Let's just enjoy ourselves. I like to usually just bring people back to their hair. Let's talk about your hair. Let's talk about your hair, you know, to try and get them out of that mode. But I like that, um, you know, just giving them advice, like, Hey, there's this book could be super helpful for that. And so I'll definitely do that kind of stuff. Um, Another tip I want to, I want to give to the stylist out there is one of the things that I've learned with energy work, never, ever, ever feel sorry for someone. Okay. Like people will say to me, I'm so sorry about Taylor, you know, everything. I'm so, I go, Oh no, no, no. Do me a favor. Don't feel sorry for us. Do me Mm -hmm. a favor. If you want to pray or you want to send me good, good energy or good love, like, you know, so for me, sometimes you'll be around people who really just don't want anything to mm-hmm. do with what we're talking about. Yeah. I send them love. I, I will close my eyes. You know, if I'm, I go in the bathroom, I go in the a break room and I'll close my eyes and I vision like this white light. And I literally mm-hmm. just send it to them. And I really just heart centered yeah. and I send them love and light. And that's it because hopefully that energy will go off to them, you know, and I never wish anybody bad and just having put out what you want to receive. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So, just think I'm like love. I love that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when you lit, when you can live in that frequency, you yeah. get more of that mm-hmm. and you'll start noticing as your light gets bigger, those 3d people are going to start to fall off and go other places and don't take it personal. It's because true. you're vibrating now at a higher yes. frequency. They can't 
they can't be around you because your light is too bright. You know what? That's so true. You'll end up like people. Yes, 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 yes. It's so true. Cause people who are in 3d or it's hard for them to be in that space and that energy. Um, and that goes with friendships too. Right. And everything it's like, Oh, okay. I, I see, you know? Oh yeah, no, that's, that's huge. So, um, what's next for you, my love, anything you're just you going to like, plug along with what you're doing now or for right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so I have about two more years for my twins to my babies, my twins okay. graduate high school and Taylor and I are looking to move out of Illinois. Um, winters are getting really hard on her back. Mm-hmm. She has metal in her back. From, okay. the, from that she's fused. Okay. So we don't know yet. I'm kind of just being open. Now I've been speaking this for about 12 years now that I was going to leave Illinois. I know it's going to okay. happen. Yeah. So right now I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing with part-time hair yeah. and still doing the coaching and running these courses and programs from home, being an advocate for her, being yeah. the mom that, you know, for my boys and trying to plant seeds on them. You know, they do call me weird and I love it. I say, thank you. That's that means awesome. I left the 3D. That's uh-huh. amazing. So yeah, we're just in right now, just really trying to help spread the word yeah. uh, and looking to run some retreats um, coming up. So mm-hmm. working on that, just really trying to get the light out there. Yeah. It the doesn't have to be so hard yes. that if we actually realize that everything is happening for us, mm-hmm. that you can be more in control of it. And you're like, okay, well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, and, and you just really heal from all that stuff. Yeah. I love that. If there's anything that I can personally help you with, with any of that, definitely let me know, you know, um, with retreats or whatever. Um, I see myself speaking too. I think I'm just going to put it out there to start doing some in salon classes. Um, for what I know, cause I have the hairstylist performance planner and then the six figure blueprint. So I help hairstylists create that kind of income behind their chair. But um, there's lots of other things that go along with that. But um, I'd be willing to fly out and come and speak with you at salons. And oh, we should probably figure something out. We can even do an online summit. You know, I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? We can figure, put our heads together and figure out what best, you know, how can we serve hairstylists, well, salon owners? I really, I think one of the things is that with stylists, yeah. you know, a lot of them get burnt out and get drained because yeah. the energy just drains them. But if they can learn how to be in their power and Mm -hmm. actually, when you have this energy going and you actually work on yourself, like people won't affect you at all. Yeah. At all. And like, I think stylists would actually enjoy the journey even a lot longer. They won't get burnt out because they realize that when they actually work on themselves and they do this work and they're able to like plant seeds and help other people and be a light in their life. Yeah. But it's a game changer. Absolute game changer. Yeah. Because, um, the other day I had my first eight clients were haircuts and I was like, which means I had to change my personality eight times, Yeah, you know? And so this is where the five D is It's super helpful, but I mean, some days it still kind of gets to you, but you know, um, you got to get yourself in that right mindset before you even leave, before you even walk in the door. Cause it's like, okay, we're going to do this, you know, but some days are harder than others, but for the most part, you know, well, when, you know, when you wake up during in the, in the morning and you know that what your day is going to be like, you could actually vision their names and that person, and you could send light to them before the day even. Oh, I like that. So yeah. when, when you go in, you're actually a lot lighter and you're vibrating really high. Cause you've already sent the love and the light to okay. them. 
Yes. And then it's like, it just, it, for, that appointment goes smooth. Yeah. It goes amazing. Cause you're like, you've already created that. Yeah, no, I really like that. That's great. I will definitely try that. Um, so, okay. So a couple things I just want to ask, like on a personal note, like, you know, what are some of your favorite things that you like to do when you're not coaching or working, you know, or taking care of the kiddos? Like, you know, what are, what is your favorite pastime? You may have already spoke of it, but like, is there anything else you want to add? Honestly, connecting with my future self. Okay. I love meditation. I love getting out in nature. I love grounding. Yeah. Um, just sitting out in the morning sun, really just being with me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's not lonely. It's actually a beautiful thing. And it really helps me get centered and grounded, especially with everything that's going on with Taylor and my boys and everything and being able to help other people. I always like to keep my cup full. So anytime I could be around water, I love the ocean, but I don't have it in Illinois, but water, nature or forest preserves, grounding, you know, taking my shoes off, getting on the grass, things like that. And just really putting on some great music and yeah, I mean that just anything that'll help raise my energy, my vibration. That's what I need to do. Okay. That's awesome. Um, so let's talk about like a crazy Epic vacation. If like money was no object, you can go anywhere in the world. Like, do you have that place that you see yourself in that would be an Epic vacation for you? You know, I've always wanted to do like uh, Bali or the Maldives. Yeah. Um, I've been to the British Virgin islands, which is like uh, a dream come true. And yeah. I would go back there in a heartbeat. Um, but yeah, you know, water, anything in the water that I could see, I want to see down, you know, I want to see the Caribbean. I want to be that to me. So I, and water, the Caribbean, all that stuff, like the energy that comes from that. Like it's amazing. Yeah. That yeah, Bali is one of mine too. I totally want to go there. Those little huts, you know, even right. Yeah. Something calls me there, you know, so I definitely want to go there. For That's sure. been on my mind for, for a while. I was like, you know, before I leave this physical body, I definitely want to, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to try that out. Yeah. I, we, I did this, um, I was in this 90 day group where they had us create a screensaver for our phone and there's pictures of me being in Bali. Like as, so, so whenever you pick up your phone, you see all of this, it's like a vision board, but on your phone, it's pretty cool. And so Bali's on there. That, um, that yeah. was, that was one of my screensavers too, actually. Was it? Oh my gosh. Like dream boarding is good too. I have, I need to add some stuff to mind. Some stuff already came true. Um, so any advice that you would tell your younger self when it comes to your life and career, anything that you would say? The most beautiful thing that anybody could ever do. Cause I've done this uh-huh. multiple times. It is powerful. I wouldn't change anything at all. That's happened in my life. Because if it wasn't for everything that we went through, I wouldn't be here today, right now, talking to you and all that. So um, was it easy? No, it was not easy. But mm-hmm. I will sit in a meditation and it usually is at least a half an hour long. I will get centered. I'll get grounded. And I will call on my younger self and I will talk to her. Okay. And I will. And and I literally go in and do this like, you know, hope oh no, oh no, that thank you. I love you. Forgive you. I'm sorry. All that. Like, and I will talk to her and say, you know, I know what you've been through and I am forever grateful for everything because I used to be embarrassed of my younger self. 
I used to be mad at my younger self. Like how stupid were you to let those people treat you like that? How stupid were you? How naive were you to let this happen to you? Mm, Don't ever. mm." I had to go back and I had to heal that timeline because that you don't ever want to have that in your timeline. So going and connecting to your younger self and having a conversation with them is the most beautiful healing thing, this gift that you could ever do. And you will watch how your life will completely shift. You can go back in time and you can heal that timeline. I love that. It is. That's that's amazing. And that is what I I, uh, teach and I have coming up the meditation that I, so all of my classes will end with a meditation. Okay. And the journey that I've been taking them on has been just, um, life-changing. I love getting the messages from people yeah. like, you know, and I'm like, I know that I'm on the right path now because they, yeah. t- you know, I touched their heart. Well, that, that is amazing. You've shared a lot on here. That's super helpful. I'm going to do that. I've done a lot of the child work. I was in, I went to a, um, a meditation and yoga retreat in Thailand. And I remember doing, um, I was doing some yoga outside and we were like in warrior pose mm-hmm. and my little five-year-old girl was like at my feet and I went into this one and I'm listening to the instructor, you know, listening and doing what she's telling me to do. And all of a sudden this little, my five-year-old little girl was at my feet and she went running at my leg and jumped into my heart. Oh, and I oh, was like, crazy. what? And then I, so I was just like, I was nurturing her and I was just like, yeah, I got you. But what I didn't realize is that she had been hanging on at the bottom of my foot, my leg. Right. So as I was walking, you know, this weight, I didn't know that was even there was now living in my heart. And it was just, it was one of the amazing things that happened to me at this place at this, on this trip. And so welcome to 5d. Oh my gosh. And so, you know, I was in therapy for like six years, like years ago. So I learned a lot of the tools and worked on, you know, my younger self and healed a lot of things, but I've never done that. I like that advice of, of sitting and meditating about the younger self. And, you know, that's like a whole nother step. So I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, so you Yay. can also um, write a letter to them too, mm. you yeah. know, writing a letter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that all that stuff, all these tools and techniques. I mean, it is, it's been such a game changer and, you know, I just, it's like, okay, well, what am I doing with this stuff? Yes. I'm writing notes. I'm yes. I'm, you know, for me, I feel like, you know, when we all say like, when we come here, we weren't given a handbook, Mm -hmm. we're all doing the best that we can by learning and growing and all that. But wait a minute, but what if we can leave a handbook for our generations to come? Yeah. All the stuff that I've been learning and channeling and downloading, I've been writing down And I actually have like, you know, to my kids, to my grandkids, to the future generations, here you go. Yeah. And that's what I've been journaling. Oh, that's so awesome. Well, we're going to have to have you on again, um, because maybe you can guide us through a meditation. I would do it now, but I'm not sure how long I did, you know, the recording for off of this since we're on zoom. Um, but no, I think that would be really fun to kind of go through a meditation. So maybe we could do like a separate thing and then just see who, you know, we could, yeah. we can do it and uh, we'll figure out, we'll figure out the, um, the details on that, but I'll have you back and we'll do like a meditation together with whoever wants that. to come. Wouldn't that be so I, cool? I would love, I love that. it. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I know that you inspired a lot of people to make some positive, you know, changes and that's not so scary for themselves. 
And uh, so thanks so much for being on here. You know what? Can I share one more thing with you? Yes, of course. Yes, yes. This is very, very, very important for the stylists out there because I shared this with you. This is one thing I just want to bring light to. Yeah. In the industry, some of us were taught to wear black. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful, right? But there was a reason why they said that you should wear black. And it was because they said the stylist should dim their light so that the client shines. That is 100% BS. Yeah. You know what? I remember, I didn't remember hearing that, but so that's why they were saying to wear the black. That you are to dim yourself. And so that the client shines, Uh uh-uh, you never dim your light because you want to shine. Black is gorgeous, right? It's, it's chic. It's professional, but never wear that under that intention that I wanted to share out there. So if you guys are wearing black out there for that reason, yeah, go wear hot pink or wear white, you know, something bright. Have a different dress code. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know that we had, I did have an all black dress code at one time in the salon and everyone's grateful that we don't have that now. And it was purely because you know, I was trying to have some uniform to like, you know, people were coming in the way they were dressed. I wanted everyone to match better. Um, but that's why I did it. But I also, I remember hearing something about, you don't want to wear black against your heart. It's dark energy. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, okay. It's dark energy. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad and, I'm uh, another, another tip I could share, like if you guys yeah. are hugging, right. Yeah. You know how we normally hug, like we go a certain way to the left side. Yeah. Now, remember heart centered. So when you hug somebody now, I want you to go the other way. Yeah. I want you to go heart to heart because the other side, you're going liver to liver. You want heart to heart. So turn your heart, turn your hugs this way. Now they're going to be like, what are you doing? I'm like, we, cause we're heart to heart. That's why. So you want to say that's awesome. It's so true. Why do we go to the left? Huh? So now when we go to hug that from a dear friend and then just take it, take it in for a second, huh? Yep. Like, and, yeah, just don't, and don't let them go right away. Like hold yeah. them there for a minute. Right. Yeah. And watch how they react to people squirm when you do that. They're just like, cause I've hugged people like that too. And you could tell they're trying to like unhug and you're like, oh. you know what that comes from child, <laughs> childhood trauma, uh-huh. it, their, their inner child and in them. Yeah. That that's what it's not actually them. It's the stuff yeah. that's still inside of them. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, all, we all awareness first, right. For everything. Well, so Jenny, that, that, yeah. that meditation with your inner child is, yeah. is, is, is game changer. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. I think if anybody can take one thing away, that would be huge for sure. And if they don't know how to do it, yeah. let's do another, let's just do another podcast. I'll come on and I will, I will guide you guys through Okay. That. All right. Let's make a list of like what type of things and people can make comments too, and let us know. Perfect. you know, DM us, they listen to this, here's some of the things they want to learn how to do. And then we will come on and help them learn it. Right. Wonderful. I would love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love you so much. And, um, we will, uh, see you next time. I'm just going to unrecord, but we'll still chat for a little bit. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you.